0: This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles.
1: Presenting Orson Welles as the third man. The lives of Harry Lyme. The fabulous stories of the immortal character, originally created in the motion picture The Third Man, with Zither music by Anton Karas.
0: Was the shot that killed Harry Lime? He died in a sewer beneath Vienna. As those of you know who saw the movie *The Third Man*. Yes, that was the end of Harry Lime. But it was not the beginning. Harry Lime had many lives, and I can recount all of them. How do I know? Very simple. Because my name is Harry Lime. <laughs> down on my luck, way down, scraping the bottom. A couple of deals had fallen through, and I found myself in Paris with a lot of time on my hands, and only the price of a beer in my pocket. I was spending my time and the money at Fouquet's, not because the beer is any cheaper at Fouquet's, but because when you meet a nicer class of people, and besides they let you read the newspapers free. So I was reading a newspaper, and I came on the advertisement. One of those classified ads in the personal column was addressed to Harry Lime. Harry Lime being me, I read on with some interest. There was no signature, no address. Mr. Harry Lime, it said, will find a business opportunity of an extremely profitable nature in the city of Tangier. Now, I might have thought this was one of the boys trying to hustle me out of Paris or just trying to be funny, except that the advertisement mentioned the city of Tangier. Now... Why Tangier? There are very few places in the world I haven't been to, and Tangier just happened at the time to be one of them. Also, Tangier, as everybody knows, is full of money, and I I couldn't imagine anybody wanting to send me there right in the heart of the free gold area, where every second address is a bank and every second person's an international operator, just just for a gag. Probably more chances in Tangier to grab a fast buck. And you'll find in the world today. So I'm inclined to take the ad a little seriously. Of course, it might have been a police trap. There are cops in countries all over the globe, busy looking for me. And some of them are just sharp enough to try to pull me in on a queer come-on like that. But the truth is that one of the only cities left where they don't happen to want me... for what's known as questioning is the Port of Tangier. And that's what sold me. There's just one complication. My beer was finished and withered my financial resources... How to raise the price of the ticket.
1: And now, Orson Welles as Harry Lyme, the third man, in today's story, Ticket to Tangier. While I was brooding about
0: how to raise the price of the ticket to Tangier, my eye happened to wander down the personal column of the newspaper, and a little below the advertisement addressed to me was this, Gentlemen Traveling to Tangier. A visit to the desk of the porter at the Lancaster Hotel on Rue de Berry will repay any businessman, planning a visit to Tangier who could whistle a certain tune. Well, of course, that didn't have to be Harry Lai, but there's a song I'm fond of, one I've been whistling for years. Anybody who knew about me might know about that song anyway. What could I lose? went over to the hotel and approached the concierge. Uh, bonjour.
1: Good afternoon. Good afternoon, monsieur. Uh, what can I
0: do for you? Well, I don't quite know that you can do anything. You happen to read the Paris edition of the Herald Tribune? Uh,
1: no, monsieur. I prefer to follow the news in my own language. But we have copies of the paper you mentioned for sale. Oh, uh, no, no,
0: no, no, thanks. I've seen it.
1: Perhaps monsieur is calling for someone in the hotel, uh, one of the guests. Whom shall I announce? Uh, Harry Lyme. Perhaps I should have asked you first
0: who it is you are coming to see. Now, that I couldn't tell you. Just tell me this. Do you like to whistle...
1: I am a lover of music, monsieur, but I do not whistle. No. As a young lad, however, in the orchestra of my school, I was considered quite proficient on the bassoon.
0: Uh, Well, try this on your bassoon.
1: Ah, yes, of course. I I have something for you, Mr. Lyme. Here. Oh, thanks.
0: Thanks very much. Yes, it's addressed to me, all right, but... That's all there is in the envelope, just my name. I wonder, would it be asking too much if I asked you to tell me who this is from? Monsieur, it would be asking too much. Oh, okay, okay, old oh, man, thanks. Anyway, I wish I could give you something for your trouble, but I forgot my wallet this morning. Uh, that
1: was anticipated, Monsieur. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, everything, Monsieur, has been taken care of. Everything? Uh, yes, Monsieur, that is the word, I believe, Everything. <laughs>
0: In the envelope was an airline ticket for Tangier, 50,000 francs in nice fresh notes, and the following letter. My dear Mr. Lime, when you arrive in Tangier, go immediately to the El Mirador Hotel where a suite is reserved for you. After you've dined, go to a cabaret called the Cabala. Wait there for instructions.
1: Excuse me, Monsieur. No, uh, I... Oh, yes, Porter, is anything wrong? Uh, nothing is wrong, monsieur, but it is 2.45, and your plane leaves Orly at 3.50. Oh,
0: okay, old man, okay. I'm
1: on my way. Just, uh, Call me a cab, oh, would you please? For that, monsieur, a limousine has been ordered for you. It is waiting at the door.
0: It was a very pleasant trip with a very, uh, very, very attractive hostess on board.
2: Are you quite comfortable, Mr. Larry? Oh, yes,
0: I'm I'm fine, thanks.
2: Isn't there anything you like?
0: Well, I'd like to know what you're doing tonight after we land.
2: I mean, wouldn't you like some more coffee or maybe a pillow?
0: I know what you mean, and you know what I meant.
2: Tangier is a very interesting city. First, there's the Arabs and the Casbah and all that, and then there's the modern European city. It's an international port, of course, with 14 different countries in control, but, of course, you know that.
0: Yes, yes, I've heard tell.
2: I guess you're making fun of me. You're a businessman. You've probably been to Tangier many times.
0: Well, let me take that up point by point. I'm not a businessman. I've never been to Tangier, and I wouldn't dream of making fun of you. Just answer me one question.
2: I go back on a return flight at six in the morning, Mr. Lyon, and I'm
0: sleeping. You haven't answered the question besides my name isn't Mr. Lyon. Oh, that's what it says on the manifest. My name is Harry. Have you ever been to a nightclub in Tangier called the Kabbalah? Why, yes, I have. You have what?
2: Yes, I have Harry.
0: You're a nice nightclub.
2: Best
0: in town. That's good. Glad you like it. I've reserved a table for us, Okay.
2: Fasten your safety belt. We're coming in.
0: You know something? What? You're one of the few girls outside of Havana I ever danced with who knows anything at all about the Roomba.
2: I learned it in Havana.
0: That almost explains it. What do you mean, almost? Okay, you learned to dance in Havana, and so do lots of other people. Okay, you're a hostess on an airline. You're very good-looking, and there are lots of good-looking hostesses that dance the Roomba. But they don't dance that well. And none of them are this beautiful. No, I, I don't know what I mean by almost, but... Really, you know, you're almost too good to be true. No,
2: I'm not
0: so good. That's good. You
2: don't
0: even know my name. Yes, I do. There's a sign on the door of the cockpit, the plane that says Captain T.R. Stevenson, co-pilot J. O'Brady, air hostess P. Smith. So that's your name, isn't it? P. Smith. May I call you P? P is for Patsy. Okay, we'll settle for that. Shall we sit down? That champagne ought to be cold enough by now.
2: It's awfully close in here. Why don't we forget the champagne and take a walk outside?
0: Oh, wonderful. I'll just pay the check. Uh,
2: don't bother. It's been taken care of. What do you mean? The check has been paid.
0: No, look, look here, Ogre. We, we can't have that. You're my guest, remember? Besides, I'm the male in the party, and I have my pride. I'm
2: sorry, Harry. It's all taken care of. Come on. Good night, Mother.
0: Good night. Good night, Monsieur. Good night. Good night. Uh, Patsy, I'm going to take something back.
2: What's that, Harry?
0: One little word. What's the word? Almost.
2: I don't understand you.
0: Well, I used it describing you, but it doesn't fit. The word almost could never be applied to you. Whatever you are, that's what you are completely. You couldn't be almost anything.
2: You're wrong, Harry. Almost is just the word for me. Among other things, I'm almost very rich.
0: You must be if you treat all your boyfriends to champagne. Mm,
2: You're a special case.
0: We won't argue about that, Patsy. I'm a special case, but... What's an airline host get paid? Not to treat her boyfriends to champagne, even the special cases like me? No, no, Pat, you doesn't make sense. You say you're rich. I said I'm almost rich. Well, then you must be almost stupid. What do you mean? Well, if I was almost rich, I wouldn't be working for my living at all. I wouldn't be found on an airplane unless I wanted to get someplace.
2: I said I was almost rich, Harry, and that's what I meant. That doesn't mean I have little money or enough money. It means I have to work for my living. I took this job to pay the rent and... Also, because it brings me twice a week to Tangier.
0: What do you like about Tangier? A lot of international lawyers and private banks with streets full of American cars and grimy characters and nightshirts. not very beautiful. As far as I can see, it's a kind of Switzerland with Arabs. No,
2: but it is beautiful, Harry, if you know the right places. Let me show you.
0: Right. Taxi?
2: You know the Villa Mugetti? The Villa Mugetti?
3: Ah, yes, Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle means the great palace on the hill. I know it well. Good.
2: Get in, Harry. I'm going to show you how beautiful
0: Tangier can be. The cab twisted and turned its torturous way through the native quarter, and then pretty soon we were out in the country. We were climbing steadily, I noticed, and passing beautiful villas, homes of rich expatriates who come to live in this strange little international settlement of Tangier, where you don't even have to register with your consulates and... Nobody pays any income taxes at all. I think I neglected to mention that Patsy was beautiful. And if I did, believe me, I was understating the situation. She had gray eyes and that clear, powdery gold hair that makes you think of the ashes of angel's wings. I know an awful lot of girls, but none of them I've ever laid eyes on would have given Patsy a worried moment. They may be better-looking aeroplane hostesses, but if there are, they're working for airlines on another planet. As we climbed up to the moon-bright hills of Tangier, I forgot completely the strange business which had brought me there—the advertisement in the paper, the airline ticket, and all the rest of it. I didn't care why I'd been sent for to Tangier. I didn't care who'd done it or what he wanted from me.
2: I adore kissing you. You do it very well. But we've come to our destination.
0: Yeah, oh, so we have. Anyway, the cab stopped. When did that happen?
2: About five minutes ago. Where are we? Well, there's the bay below us.
0: Oh, very pretty it looks, too, with all the lights and moon on the wall. No,
2: not, not now, Harry.
0: Please.
2: you impatient. Let's get out.
0: Why, it's nice in here.
2: It's nicer in the house.
0: is that enormous, please? Anyway, some kind of private mansion it must be I sure will be welcome.
2: Here, you take the key. The key? You mean That's what I mean. You're my guest. Yes, but but how? You've been my guest all along. Gentlemen travelling to Tangier, a visit to the desk.
0: But I what, what do you You mean? whistled a tune, didn't you? Well, how do you know about it?
2: I had a friend once who told me how fond you've always been of no, that no. music. I mean, how do you
0: know about the ad in the paper? I
2: ought to know. I've paid for it.
0: And my plane ticket.
2: I got a reduction from the airline. Come in, Harry. Here's a flashlight. I've got something to show you.
1: Orson Welles returns in just a moment as The Third Man. Orson Wells, as the third man, continues with today's story, Ticket to Tangier.
0: I followed Patsy into the house. It was a huge place, full of heavy chandeliers and pompous furniture, most of which were pretty spooky looking because they were covered with dust cloths. Obviously, the place hadn't been lived in for many months, but who was it who had lived here? Who was it that built this unlikely palace on a hill overlooking the harbor of Tangier? Above all, why had I been brought here? Just who was P. Smith, air hostess, and what did she expect me to do about it? We made a tour of several chambers before I even started to get any answers.
2: This way, Harry.
0: Oh. Where are we now?
2: This used to be a ballroom. Close the curtains, then we'll turn on the lights. Okay. You're sure they're tight shut all round. We don't want the police to come and start asking questions.
0: You can say that again, honey. What have the cops got to do with you?
2: Nothing yet. I'll turn on the switch. See that?
0: Hmm? I See a piano, about thirty gilt chairs, a big rolled-up carpet, all very splendid and grand. But which particular item am I supposed to admire? The carpet. I'm not a connoisseur, Patsy, so if you brought me here to get an appraisal, I'm afraid we're both wasting our time. The thing about carpets.
2: Do you know about heroin?
0: Uh, yes. Heroin is a drug, it is nasty and habit forming, and its sale is controlled by international law.
2: Go on, tell me more.
0: I don't know any more about heroin. Not anything to speak of. I don't use drugs, Miss Smith. But you sell them? I've just told you that the sale of heroin is controlled by law. Are you suggesting... I'm
2: suggesting that there isn't much you don't know about breaking the law. Any law.
0: <laughs> You've got a point there. I won't try to deny that my knowledge of the subject isn't fairly extensive. Why
2: do you think I sent for you? Why do you think I brought you here? You're Harry Lyme, aren't you? Now, stop kidding for a minute and let's get down to well, business. First of all,
0: I think you'd better answer a few questions, Miss P. Smith, air hostess.
2: That isn't necessary. Maybe not,
0: sweetheart, but I'm the curious type. I like the facts before I take on a job, all of them. First of all, what's your racket?
2: I haven't any racket. I'm an airline hostess. Yes, but why? Because it's a good job.
0: Yes, because the run takes you to Tangier, am I right?
2: That's partly right, yes. But listen... Well, what's your it... real name? What's it to you?
0: We'll play it my way, sweetheart. We aren't playing it at all. You must need me awful bad to take all this trouble to look me up and move me. If you need me, you're going to cooperate. We'll start off with your real name and go on from there.
2: Did you ever hear of a man named Mughetti?
0: Muggetti? Rico Mugetti? Mm -hmm. Yes, I thought the name of this place was familiar. I met Rico once in Marseille. Another time in Casablanca. He comes from Corsica, isn't that right?
2: He came from Corsica. You mean he's dead? Yes. I was his wife.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. There's
2: no need to be sorry for me. I killed Rico myself.
0: Then I'm sorry for Rico.
2: He wasn't a nice man, have
0: No, I guess he wasn't. I remember now I once saw him blind a man with a broken wine glass. You're right, Rico wasn't a very nice man, but he was uh, careless. How do you mean careless? With his wives, anyway. A man has to watch himself when he starts playing with wives. Sometimes they're loaded.
2: Why don't you stop kidding just for a minute?
0: What am I supposed to do? After all, there are only so many alternatives. I can make a joke about what you've just told me or congratulate you or hand you to the cops. But now I think it's better if we treat it as a joke.
2: So this is the notorious Harry Lyme, the man no country can hold and who stops at nothing. You know what? I think you're actually shocked.
0: Maybe I'm not Harry Lyme at all. After all... An awful lot of people can whistle that song.
2: You'd better be.
0: I'd better be what, Loveboat, The original Harry Lyme? Not a facsimile? He doesn't like murder, Mrs. Moggetty. You say he stops at nothing. Well, believe you me, he stops at that. A, it's messy, B, it's silly, and C, there's no profit in it. Besides, Harry Lyme's mother always told him not to go around killing people. She said it wasn't
2: nice. You don't know the facts in the case, Harry. I was justified... Don't have to take my word for it.
0: I guess I will at that. And now, Mrs. Mugetti, if you don't mind, why have you brought me all the way to Africa, to this empty house? You say there's a lot of heroin in that rug. Do I take your word for that?
2: You don't have to. You can look for yourself. I
0: told you before, honey. I don't know anything about dope. You know people who do, don't you? People in Paris,
2: in London, in New York. Not intimately. But you know how the drug traffic works. I don't. For something new for Rico, some kind of big haul. He must have had a partner because he wouldn't have known how to dispose of it. It wasn't his line at all. It isn't
0: mine either, honey. I keep telling you that. How do you know it's so valuable? He
2: told me. I've been keeping it here in the house for months now. This airline job I have is perfect for smuggling the stuff, but I don't know who to take it to. I don't know what towns pay the best price. I don't know the names of the agents. Rico kept me away from that kind of thing. All I can remember was hearing him talk about you. You've got to help me, Harry.
0: What about the police?
2: They don't know it's here. I don't think they even know about the house, at least... There isn't anything against him in Tangier.
0: I mean, about you, Lopboto, you killed him, didn't you? How do the cops feel about that? And they don't
2: suspect me. There's no reason why they should. I had a good alibi. I wasn't even oh. just tell me
0: how you did that. sometime. so
2: you can blackmail me. No, thanks, Harry. Let's keep our relationship on a nice, clean business level.
3: Now that's the way I like to hear you talk. Who are you? We'll talk about that later, Madame Mugueti. Now I think it would be easier all round if you and Mister Lyme put your hands in the air, not too high. Just shoulder level, huh? Fine. This is a very efficient gun I'm holding. And I'm a good mask.
2: How did you get in?
3: I had to tell you, Madame Bugetti. the explanation is so banal. Through the door, you left it open. Now then, where's the heroine? Uh, just a minute. Yes, uh, Mr. Lyon?
0: You seem to know my name, monsieur, but I'm afraid you have the advantage.
3: It doesn't matter. I was, uh, shall we say, a business associate of this widow's lady's husband.
0: Okay, don't tell me. Let me guess. You began in Indochina. You served three years in a penal colony in Brazil. They used to call you the doctor, am I right?
3: I have a doctor's degree. Dr.
0: Bessie, that's your name. Oh. What
3: a detective you would make, Mr. I Lime. have a good memory,
0: Dr. Bessie, and I'm a professional collector of information. You'll find the heroin in the piano. In, in the piano? Huh. Yeah. This is probably a trick, Mr. Lyme.
3: Suppose you go to the piano and extract the heroine uh, Don't
0: be silly, old man. It would be very simple for me to extract a revolver from the piano. I think it would be unpleasant for both of us if there was any shooting. There must be police in the neighborhood. I'd much prefer you to find your dope and leave quietly. I'm a peace-loving man. Very well. I'll look for myself.
3: I'm keeping my eye on you, Lion. Now, then. Well, wait a minute. There is nothing here.
2: What have you... Put up your hands, Bessie. I'm warning you. I'll shoot if you don't. What, you dear...
0: Well, wow, well, wow, very quick, I must say. Congratulations. Strange. He said he was a good shot. Must have been boasting. He
2: should have kept his eyes on both of us, and nobody could do that. Is he dead? I wouldn't
0: know, Mrs. McGethy. I haven't asked him. He looks that way. Have you any plans?
2: Yes, we better get out of here. Oh, isn't
0: that funny? That's just what I was going to suggest.
2: Take the heroin. You can <clears> carry it just as it is in the rug. No
0: thanks. I have a bad back and I hate to stoop over. Why don't we just leave it where it is?
2: let the cops find it and give up a hundred thousand dollars worth of dough, you crazy? Not
0: crazy enough to argue with you as long as you're holding that gun, Patsy, but what's that? Well, what do you think? Maybe it's the police. Either that or it's New Year's Eve. Douse the lights on. It. Right. Okay, and now that's much better. Why, you, you. We've got darkness and I've got the you gun. Give it back to me. You're too impulsive for firearms, Mrs. Mugetti. I'm keeping the gun.
1: The cops! Sure, the
0: cops! Your husband built a nice big house, but it's getting a bit overcrowded. Open
1: up the door. If you
0: don't mind the suggestion, I think we'd better scram just two feet ahead of me, Mrs. Mugetti, and don't try anything funny. You can't. your seatbelt fastened. We're coming in. We made our way out through the garden. The cops were all over the place, and after a while it was clear that our only hope was in separating. Patsy, Patsy, you go through the shrubbery, keep straight on down the field till you get to town. You can, Mrs., just keep going down the road. What about you? I'll make out all right. Yes, but what about the heroine? Heroine? There isn't any heroine in this story, Mrs. Mugetti, just a hero. That's a joke, honey. You can laugh at it later when you catch your plane to Dakar. car.
1: Lime returns in just a moment. And now, Harry Lyme.
0: Of course, they got her. They took her off the plane on the return run to Paris. Somebody tipped off the police about that murder. It's what you might call the wages of Lyme. It's another joke, but you don't have to laugh at it. I'll do the laughing, you see. What Patsy didn't know was that I had picked up the rug in the darkness and hid it under a bush just outside the window. I came back later and collected it. Of course, the word was out about Rico's big consignment, and... Didn't have any trouble getting a good price in Marseille the next week, but honestly, I don't approve of drugs. That's why I threw the original stuff into the Bay of Tangier and delivered to the gangsters seven nicely wrapped packages of confectioner's sugar. They tell me you can get the habit for sugar, too, but my conscience is clear, all except for one thing, that that little prayer rug it was wrapped in. I know it didn't belong to me, but it looks very nice here in front of the tea table, don't you think so? Uh, Will you have milk or lemon with your tea? And how much sugar? This is the very best brand, you know. A syndicate of desperate gangsters paid me $50,000 for only seven packages of the same quality.